Everybody is going to the Crew Three Podcast. I was rocking with you as always. Are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky Jones? Say hello. Hey, we made it another week. You know what? I was going to come on here and complain that how dare they announce spoilers and previews for Fallout. But uh, after this last week of the bunker, I'm just glad that it lines up with walking out into the wasteland that happened this week. Yep. Yep. I am. Uh, it couldn't have been. It could have been. It was planned. Genius marketing move by Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. What's, uh, the best what's a Fallout? Yeah. <laughs> Ask are those uh Are those Pioneer legal cards? Nope. Oh, I don't have to think about that. You you sure don't. But uh, don't worry, buddy. Excellent spoilers start next week. That's fine. I love living in a world where four sets come out a year from my game. Yeah. And I don't have to think about anything else. Or premier magic sets. Well, mm. Ricky, you do have something to worry about because, um, as we'll talk about, new booster packs are coming to a store near you in January. Well, no, wait, Ruckman, though, we have to go over the, the ban-restricted announcement. First. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. You're, you're getting ahead of our you're, you're, I really the announcement. Yeah, you got to go over the announcement can I cover it? on Monday. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to cover it. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. I, I do have a point to make uh, okay. in that we hyped up this ban list, right? Everyone is talking about it. Ban list coming out. We preemptively warn people this ban list is coming. And Everyone. I think, I think screaming, it's paid off. Screaming about modern, right? Maggie is in the Tron disc, by the way. Maggie is in the Tron disc. That's right. It looks like she's in a little port ship looking <laughs> through, looking through at passerbys on the on her maiden voyage. It's yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the thing. Maggie was rookie. Uh, but you know what? Ricky, why don't you tell us what actually happened? Yo, we did it. Sort of Avarice is banned and <laughs> Reckless Conversion. <laughs> I know. And they added three more cards to the watch list. And guess what? They're just also like And they made a card so that blue mirrors don't go to time. Yeah. And they're also like, and guess what? These are proxies you can print up now, and we'll give you real versions at events later on down the road. Yeah, because we want to help the state of our game, and we've listened to community feedback. And also, we've added a couple other cards to our watch list to let you know what we're thinking when it comes to game design and healthy formats. Yeah, you know? that's right, because we're going to talk about why every card <laughs> is on this ban list, why every card's on the watch list. And, you know, even though we do think things are balanced and power level-wise, we recognize community feedback and want to take that into consideration. So, as I said on Twitter, round of applause for the Grand Archive dev team, right? And before before you guys get to that, this is a, a fake Mark Rosewater over here chiming in. Can I uh, can I interrupt? Can you drink five pots of coffee real quick? Yeah. Uh, I, I was too busy counting my giant pile of money to hear what you guys were saying. Can you yeah. can you just restate everything that you said, uh-huh. and I'll try and not stare at my giant pile of money? Sure. Well, while you guys- it turns out that pile of money might be a little smaller than we thought because it turns out they might not be making black tar levels of Halo anymore. They're just making regular Halo levels of money now. I think they're still making hand over fist money. Like oh, it's they're not making, even you know, yeah. You know, and, and I think what's funny if if I can be the if I can be the the person who says, hey, it's okay to come out of the bunker real quick. Um the play booster fiasco I think is it really to me actually isn't that big of a deal. Um, oh, I 100 agree. Yeah, I really think that from a, a from a large point of view, I think they actually make a decent amount of sense. Mostly when I play limited as pre-release anyway, and my opponent already plays fifteen more rares than me, so it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in my pool. It matters for Ricky's pool. It does not matter for my pool how many rares are going to go in there. I, 
I yeah, think I mean, what we can all agree is absolutely nutso and required somebody with more than four brain cells to to calculate was when to make this announcement. Right. Making this announcement with your failed banned and restricted announcement thing to maybe try and like build up hype when people were going to be confused at what the heck it was you were doing anyway and frustrated that you don't care about the state of your formats or are not interested in curating them was one of the biggest blunders. But again, when you're to the level of like, what was their announcement? Like we had to fix a problem that we made. That's basically yeah, what the announcement yeah. Like when you think that's like a, you know, uh, 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 I don't know. We've extorted so much Wait, money from the casual right. crowd. Right. That we can't afford the margins of draft anymore. Right. We told you People to stop buying our product and you listened. Right. You listened so well that right. we almost lost draft as an entire existence. Right. Yeah. And but don't worry we, though. We saved limited. We saved it. We, we saved, saved it. it. That's right. That's right. I think my yeah. favorite take I've ever seen uh, was somebody posted um, today's banned and restricted announcement. No changes. Draft is banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limit, limited is banned. I thought it was, it was Ari Lax, wasn't it? It was Ari yeah. Lax. Yeah, yeah, it was Ari Lax. Brilliant. Look, yeah, this yeah. this answer is so confusing. People still can't figure out how much a box is actually going to cost. I think it costs twenty six thousand won. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I got about uh, three fifty for it. Yeah, that might be uh like it's either twenty eight million dollars or like uh, seventy three dollars. I can't really tell you the difference. Yeah. Good news is, though, Ricky, I know you complained. Uh, no more Commander cards in the packs. Yeah, actually, that's what I was actually worried about. When they announced Play Boosters, the reason I was like, I wanted to hard stop on everything was because, like, I don't care if the guy next to me opens, like, 27 rares. As long as they're all rares from the set, yeah, right? right. Um, and I'll get to crack at them, too, yeah. I didn't want to see, like, random Commander rares, that I've sure. never seen before blowing me out, right? I mean, I don't want to lose con- because you still have to contend with the like fifty kind of cumulative list cards. The but... list cards are a little more doable because, in theory, they're going to be real cards and not fakey fake commander cards. Sure. Like, have you read some of the commander cards from like oh, yeah. Train? Like, if they yeah. were in draft boosters, like the Court of Garenbrig, which is a card you can open in set boosters but not in draft boosters would blow out any draft. It's like three mana enchantment. You become the monarch and then on your turn, you get to put two one, one counters and then double all your one, one counters mm-hmm. for three mana. Like, it's just like absurd. I don't yeah, want that it, happening to limited. I, I do want to point out that I do think that there was one major kind of change with this. And that was that I do feel like the arena draft format's going to go pretty bonkers. We're like, it's one thing if you're drafting people from your pod, I do think that now the increased randomness of like, oh, the top people are now people who got 30 rares. You know what I'm saying? They're and got not changing limited packs rares. in Arena. And for Arena? What are you no. talking about? Right? Like the Arena limited packs are going to stay Arena limited packs. Oh, I, I thought everything was, was, was changing with that, but I could be wrong on that. No, because you open like eight card boosters in Arena because money. Like if you open for draft, boosters. For drafting? If you no. open boosters, you open eight card yeah, boosters. Yeah, the boosters you open you in Arena draft, are different. different. That's fair. I mean, they could just change it for Arena, right? And in, in, in the boosters could be different. I, than mean, that. one place I, didn't have t- I didn't have time to go wade into their whole, like, we're going to be answering more questions on Discord. So that might have been answered there. I I'm guarantee not they're not programming 50 new cards from the list into Arena every single You make set. a good point. You make you make a good point on that's probably more work than they want to do. Or they don't even want to put Pioneer on there. So why would they? Right, exactly. I, I assumed they would bring them uh, on there because, like I said, the, the draft packs are the same. 
right? Yeah. But maybe they just keep draft packs on Arena, right? Who knows? Yeah, because that I mean, would, like, that would be a disaster. That's the method to consider. And, and don't get me wrong, right? Like I, 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 for people who are like you know, like I, I look forward to my fifteen dollars drafts a week. You're going to pay like five bucks more, like maybe they could maybe. be seven dollar booster packs. We don't know. Uh, no, I think they're going to say the same price as set boosters. That's what they, that's are, what they try to say. What's like, the MSRP? Uh, I mean, okay, okay. $9 a pack. MS, $9 MS, okay. Pack like, MSRP aside, right? You go to a big box store, a set booster is going to cost you about 5 to $6, depending on like where you live, right? Like, right. not the end of the world. When a draft booster costs you like $4 right now. Yeah. I don't know. I saw the math. I think somebody did math and calculated out new booster boxes are $184. There are about 150. People were doing the number of packs wrong. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Um, there is a foil in every single pack now, and there's no mm-hmm. foils on Arena. So that's another reason why the Arena packs are going to be yeah. the same. So, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. I like the, the, the big thing about it was just it was the wrong time. Yeah. It doesn't, even it doesn't even matter if it happened on the same day still. The problem is they gave us a literal blank BNR announcement with zero explanation for anything. Like, again, comparing to Grand Archive, right, when we had uh, the last BNR announcement where they just said, here are the cards we're looking at and we are aware of being problems. Here's what we think about these problems. To, we're Take action later. I People just want to know what the thought is right now right they they would have to probably pay somebody for that position though and that's money coming out of market oh, they don't have to pay anyone they have the popper co- council and i don't think those people get paid well you know all the ai power that they have is going to is going to arena to try and program cards you know what i'm sure. saying so right we have to program be, ragavan uh, three and that's going to take well, all it of our was, resources it was also just another slap in the face to again have popper's video with Starring Gavin Verhey come out like hours right. later and go, here's where Popper's at. We're thinking about doing stuff about it. Here's kind of what's going on. At this point, make a council for every major format. Grab like 10 people who care, who give a damn about it and right. tell the, and have them make decisions for you because you're incapable of doing anything, apparently. Yeah, I think I think that they were like somebody again, somebody was like, oh, well, this will garner a lot of clicks. People are going to want to see it. So let's put our announcement there. And again, just total, total lack of awareness of most people aren't going to like what you're doing. And so it's not a good place to, to couple your... It's like Servo said in, disc, in the Discord, Magic is once again the best game made by the worst company. Yeah. Uh, it's never changed. I, I don't know. I feel I feel I don't feel like Watsy of old before we got Mr. You know, the guy who currently runs all of Hasbro is the guy who was running Watsy for some number of years. Sure. And that's the guy who again, was like, no, 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 we could be doing twice as good. That's the guy who pissed off the D&D people by going, oh, look what I did to Magic. D&D is under-monetized, which might be true. Like, I, I would not mind having more products that are more interesting to kind of personalize my D&D experience. But obviously, most people, you know, with, again, with the Troll and Toad announcement, a lot of people think Magic's gone way too far and into the thing of kind of getting pretty close to that lake of fire. So I do feel like that it hasn't always been this way, you know? Um Especially with like D and D, especially right, Wizards of the Coast was somewhat open platform, right, and that right. was the frustrating change. So I feel like this is a more last like six seven years or whenever that guy I could look up his name and throw him out there, but everybody can Google it just the same. Whenever he took over the uh, the Watsy subdivision, 
was kind of when things started going. Cox. There you go. Sure it started going really when did he start with Wizards, does it say? Is it like uh, way earlier than I'm thinking? And I'm just, I'm I'm just being a, a doomer. Uh, hold on, let me see. I can eat my is. words pretty quick if this is the guy who's been there since 95 running Wizards. But I feel like the philosophy has been pretty different in what we see today, what we've seen since Arena was pushing out draft formats that they claimed were making buku bucks and saying Pioneer was on the horizon. And then all of a sudden flipping course and going, oh, we have this idea for alchemy. Uh, he replaced one. Greg Leeds in 2016. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right, to be honest with you. So Fire uh, design, baby. Yeah, right, right, right. So that 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 makes a lot of sense for, for what I'm talking about. Do people play alchemy? No. Yeah. What? Actually, p- people are playing in the Discord. There's some uh, some spicy brews going on in the Discord for alchemy. Right? So, I'm glad uh, I know. I mean, it's one of the cool few stuff. ways you can play because all the Magic the Gathering clients are garbage. So. Hey, hey, shout out to um, the, the play booster announcement, only mentioning booster fun four times. Heck nice. Yeah. Project Booster um, Fun. If I want to play Hearthstone, though, I'll play real Hearthstone and not like yeah. last minute. Oh, quick! Uh, what do we got in the drawer? Uh, tell them it's alchemy and make it uh, make it uh, increase intensity or something. Great. Yep. Ricky found Ricky. Why don't you tell us why you're hyped for for Hearthstone cards? Dude, I'm hyped for Hearthstone because they're gonna beat Magic to the Gathering. Turns out, if you put a cowboy hat on anything, Ricky's in. Yep. <laughs> They're going to be a football magic. player. That's not true. They don't wear cowboy hats. <laughs> they have a star. <laughs> the mascot has a cowboy. Do the cowboys have a cowboy as a mascot? Isn't isn't yeah. Jerry Jones? Isn't the corpse of Jerry Jones oh, the mascot? Jerry Jones was the mascot. He dances in the Papa John's commercial. I've seen it. Is that the Six Flags guy? Yeah, That's the Six yeah. Flags guy. Yeah, they're the uh, same age. I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. Hearthstone yeah. decided Wild West set. Wild and West set. What's it called? Uh, Rumble Showdown. At Thunder Junction. It's called Showdown at uh, the Outlands. Showdown in the in the Badlands. That's what it's called. And it's gonna be exact. It's like every Western trope. It's just like uh, half of the classes are going to be working for the mining company, and half the classes are working for the cowboys that don't like the mining company. Like, yeah, uh, Venture Co. Mining Company is a long-standing World of Warcraft uh, faction. Oh, it's the Black Rock Mining Company. Black Rock. Oh, okay. And then like uh, Reno Jackson and Elise, like the League of Adventurers, are going to be like all uh, like the the oh, mythics. No. Not Reno Jackson meta again. We're gonna or, be uh, rich. And they're all like they're all Highlander cards. Like Elise comes into play and forms a posse. If you have like. Highlander cards, she just summons four creatures out of your deck and makes them four fours. Cool. She's just one person bored. Uh, yeah. It's going to be fun. I like Western sets and it's cool. <laughs> then, I need to go find just a dead cowboy TCG and buy Ricky a bunch of it for his it's birthday. Old Deadwood or something. Or, uh, yeah. No, yeah, there's some, there's some ones for sure. I'm excited about Magic Cowboys too. But I'm a little less excited now that I'm paying twenty seven eighty eight per play booster. Right, right. You know, right. Um, in 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 Monopoly dollars. I, I, you know, uh, I, I can't I, get seven people to sit down to draft because they all have to log into Quicken Loans to afford it. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say it was interesting just having them come and say like, "Yeah, man, um, 
Everyone was too busy financing their pizzas to buy draft boosters. God, it's just so funny. It's just like, can you imagine like opening like the new $8 booster pack and like getting some garbage card? Like it's going to feel way worse. It's going to happen to me all the time. Um, Yeah. Oh, Ricky. Also fun thing. It was pointed out to me that Edison is now in dueling book. Oh, I don't use dueling book. What does that mean? It's like Magic Workstation, but for Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay, cool. And if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh content creator, uh, you, use you, it, series. you use it because uh, you don't actually want to play real Yu-Gi-Oh. So you invent your own Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's how you make Yu-Gi-Oh content. Okay, nice. We'll keep that in mind. We should yeah. just play Edison, Ricky, online. I own an Edison deck. I know. I just can't bring myself to pull it. I, I can't pull the trigger on it because I would only play Edison with you, literally. Like, and I'm, I'm not... about to like buy a one-piece deck. Yeah. I mean, look, Troll and Toad was ahead of the curve. Maybe that's why Troll and Toad got out of the game last week because apparently there was a media call like, over a week ago where they talked about the play boosters. Yeah, there was a re- there's a retail advisory board. A couple of the stores in Texas were commenting on it, and they were like, yeah. we're real excited because we – this is dead product, right? Like, yeah. they didn't give us any support for selling these. They didn't make a big deal out of it, right? Like, they they also went to very few lengths to support their stores. Yeah. And, and again, here, here's with my very limited marketing knowledge how you spin this, right? Hey, we put you know local game stores in a tough spot with too many product options. We'd sure. like to streamline that and then do the little hand motion. You know what I'm saying? Give him a little, mm-hmm. little, little Steve Jobs action, right? With the hand motion, do a cool little, a little flourish, and say we'd like to streamline that to further support our local game store partners, and we're going to make the draft booster more exciting by incorporating some of the elements. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you get where I'm yeah. going, right? This, yeah, this is corporate speak. It's, anybody in a job learned in the first three years. They solved the problem they made themselves, and then they go, they go instead. They're like, guys. I know your format's on fire, but have you heard about play boosters? And then after that happens, they go, I'm the CEO of Tide. Please stop eating Tide Pods. We saved the draft. <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you all have cell phones? Right, right, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I just, I thought of a, I thought today of like four better ways to make that announcement. Most of which revolve around like making it not about your, insane amounts of profit levels and what like you have to do and more about phrasing in a way that just sounds better for the people. And maybe that's not what, you this know, this game has never been about the people ever since 2016. It's not about <laughs> the people. Look, speaking, speaking of phrasing. All right. I've been watching a lot of battle bots lately. No, and, no, and, no, no, and no. I just can't stop laughing at their number one, that the big trophy is the giant nut and just, how much people want the giant nut will never not be funny to me. Because yeah. like, I think it's also that's something we can all agree with. That's something that we can, I can all believe agree in with. the big nut. Yeah. Yep. Ricky, it's the giant nut. Please respect okay. it. Can we get on to Pioneer? Yeah, we can talk about magic cards. Please. Good magic cards. I think the best deck should take home the <laughs> giant nut. Whoever's got the best deck, you know? Yeah. yeah Who's yeah. got the flashiest deck, the biggest deck? You know what I'm saying? If you've got a Yorian deck, right? 80 yeah. cards, that's a lot of deck. Chris, you know, deck yeah. size doesn't matter. Deck size doesn't matter. It's about it's about it's a, it's about what you do with it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? it's about what you do with it. Oh my god! So that two takes on the giant nut. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Pioneer because there were some uh, some pretty big events this weekend. So we have we had our normal challenge on Saturday, followed by an over 300 player 
showcase challenge on Sunday, and the NRG series also had a 10K. Um, no, 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 and then, of course, what's what's we're gonna talk about Pioneer? We're gonna talk. We're gonna let Ricky talk about uh, hype up some standard for a bit because the SCGs this weekend. And then, Pretty uh, hype about standard. Yeah, I think I think next week and the week after we'll probably do a bit of a metagame boot camp again because the weekend of the fourth are our next big round of RCQs. So we'll probably do a bit of a metagame boot camp, check in on the meta, talk about some uh, some matchup metrics and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, but anyway, let's uh, let's take a look at these three events here real quick on Saturday's challenge. In eighth place, we have Poker Wizard on mono white humans. In seventh place, Bruno Prince on mono black midrange. A deck that, like, honestly, if you would have told me a few months ago that Waste Not is going to be a performing deck in Pioneer, wouldn't have believed you. But it's been hanging in there. It just yep. beats up on Rona combo and it beats up on Phoenix. Yeah, that's all you need. Uh, we have L1X0. On Boros Convoke, you have fifth place Oink Mage 22 on Rakdos Midrange. Fourth place, James Ashiok on five color enigmatic. On third place, you have the Manland with hidden strings. In second place, you have Bill Sieve on our Rona combo list. And in first place, Max Attack on Boros Convoke. Uh, interesting there, Max Attack here. Ducking, d- dumping down on the Eminem's recruiters and pumping back up those reckless bushwhackers. Uh, kind of an interesting choice there because I still think Eminem's recruiter is where we want to be. What do you guys think? So this is one of the two decks I'm bringing for all my Pioneer events this weekend of the SCG. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm bringing Phoenix and I'm bringing Boros Convoke. I considered bringing a lot of other Boros decks, but I think that Boros Convoke is like looking to be the strongest right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Eodane's Recruiter is the truth. I don't mind leaving like one Bushwhacker lying around in the de- in the list, so we can play like five whack, yeah, maybe even six whack. I'm also missing the bunny. Yeah, you know, I kind of miss the bunny. Bunnicorn. Bunnycorn, yeah. Oh, Max Tech is on the Bunnicorn. This is, looks like just kind of like mostly a pre. This is uh, kind of like pre Wilds Convoke, I guess. We're looking at it, huh? Yeah, there's one Recruiter. Yeah. It's also still Sixth, playing they're also playing like Clarion Spirit still. Sixth place we've got like the um we've got the Imodane's recruiters and the bunny. This players. is the Zoomer convoke right here. Yeah. This is the this is the which one's the Zoomer one? The sixth place. This is the list I like, actually. Yeah. yeah. What are you saying? Yeah. The the Bunnicorn I'm telling you the Bunnicorn is the Zoomer the Zoomer version. Uh I, I think twenty one like lands is kind of a little high. But you know we're kind of playing more cards now. Like we're we're paying all the way for Imodan's recruiter yeah, and stuff right. like that. You know, mm, right, right. But I love this deck still. I think this deck is really sick with the like with the uh, bunny corn, especially Gleeful Demolition will still just get you. Yeah, like that's the only thing is I think that like running two Bushwhackers still around with like just getting that turn three like here's my Demolition and here's my Bushwhacker. Sure. Yeah. That's it's kind of like, yeah. But then again, I, like just turn one or turn two on the demolition, and then convoking out a guy is like huge. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I, I just think this is probably the best aggressive deck in the front right now. And yeah. as things are kind of bouncing around with like the combo decks right now, um, this is just where I want to be. I just want to just hit as hard and fast as possible. 
Yeah. You know, Don't the giant nut, you know? Yeah, that's right. You know, get um, get get going for the mid-range decks and kind of get started. And then some of these derpy little, like, combo decks that just kind of flounder around, I mean, you're just going to get under them. It's so easy. So I definitely like these choices. What do you, what do you think of the rest of this format here? Um, I mean, Mono White Humans, it's I think, is a great... combo. I just need to sit down and play, like, 20 matches against because yeah. I just don't believe that this is the deck. I just can't. Every time I see this deck, I'm just like, everybody is just huffing all of the cope or something. Something's going on here. A lot of outs is the thing. Like, there's a lot of cards that just go like, oh, great. Well, if I draw Bring to Light, I win here. If I draw Luke, I... You know what I'm saying? Like, your Bring to Light is your, as your redundant combo piece for a bunch of different things that you can do. Because you can, um, you know, you can make the five colors. And I don't think that that super matters a ton. Um, I'm not sure what fives that you're getting. Hold on. I have the list up here somewhere. But, um, you know, the fact that you have access to kind of all your deck, right? Like still, you can still just bring to light into a Valky and that's strong. Right. You know? I, you, you just bring to light, you're like bringing light into Luca, right? Luca or Valky, like that's your. Okay, I don't know that you can bring to light into a Planeswalker, though. Yeah, you can. You bring light into. No, yeah. creature instant or sorcery, yeah. Yeah, you can you can bring delight into the Valkyries a bit when you just can't do it into the Luka. Yeah. Um but still, you know what I'm saying? You can get one of your relevant combo pieces. Yeah. You can get Vey of Wishes and cast it as the big one. Mm-hmm. Right. You kinda no. cast it as granted. Yep. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just think like it's it's a great really, toolbox deck. Are we really have we really have we really lost that much interaction that we're just gonna lose to like just a single Atraxa? Well, there are a lot. Of, there are certainly a lot of decks that are soft to it, but like I think the big deal there is Atraxas. One of your real great, as the format kind of becomes more binary between uber fast decks and then slow decks, like Atraxas, where you want to be on the slow side because your aggressive decks aren't playing ways to to remove it. Right? Sure. I think if you wanted to, you could be a deck that's like, okay, hey, I'm going to play some of these Chain to the Rocks, but those those do slow you down. You know, um, removal slots are are pretty precious. So um, I think that's why you've seen a couple of the decks play Giant Killer. But there's going to be more matchups where the attracts is good, right? Because the hyper-aggressive decks are skewing towards all-out aggression where that card is just a stone-cold wall, right? It can't be fatal-pushed, so you have to be playing a two-mana interaction spell or a Leyline Binding. And again, you're usually not playing Leyline Binding on turn two. That's usually a turn three play in Pioneer, but it does depend. It certainly can happen on turn two, right? Are we making a turn two Atraxa? No, I'm just I'm just saying that the the investment there, like those decks are playing slower interaction. You see what I'm saying? So the slower interaction is the key. That's where Atrax is going to come down and, and do its business. We had Dreams of Ashiok here bringing back Karuga Fires. Yeah. Kind of wild. Also playing a Golos. Bold choice. But we're big uh, fans of Dreams of Ashiok, Dreams of Ashiok over here. Hey, Golos just lets you just cheat more things in for free. So, I mean, it yep. it's it's always been, in my opinion, been a great play when you have an active fires, it just lets you dump your mana, right? Like you just still do sure, things yeah. with your lands. Virtue of persistence in the main deck now. We're pl- we can go get that, right? No, we can't go get that with enigmatic. Yeah, you tutor, you tutor the creatures. Okay. Either way, we got some interesting yeah. stuff here. It's it's yeah. an interesting deck. Uh, they don't play for the first three turns of the game, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then they they line binding you. Yeah. Like Let's I get- said, I. I, I, I'm kind of glad that, like, Beans hasn't become as ubiquitous in Pioneers it has in Modern. Like, I predicted. You know, I'm just going to say I was right about that. Oh, okay, all right, all right. We all claim to hate and love the Bean deck, apparently. We all discovered well, it. Chris, Chris just mono-hates the Beans. 
Oh, Chris yeah. never oh, once never once mentioned it. Didn't know it was yeah. being printed. Hey, yeah. um, one thing that I've noticed though too is that um, a couple of these decks, like the some of the five color decks, particularly with Dreams of Ashiok, if you're bringing back temporary lockdown as a more aggressive stance, I, I think that Beans would be more relevant. But uh, you know, temporary lockdown is such a huge card against the aggressive decks, and that would kill your own Bean. So th- that's kind of a nonbo. So I think if I think if you're facing these hyper aggressive decks, Beans is less the answer. Yeah, I really, think if you're going more mid range, playing like one beans. lockdown though. So yeah, play Beans because you're playing Karuga. Yeah, this guy's playing three. A couple of these decks are playing three. Uh, three of the temporary lockdowns. Okay, so, right. But yeah, obviously a nonbo with Karuga, but but a All double right. bow with Yorian. Let's uh, let's move on to the big showcase this weekend. In eighth place, we have Mental Misstep on Is It Phoenix. In seventh place, we have Bardaris Badaris on Mono White Humans. In sixth place, Set a Line on Mono Black Midrange. Go to the non-Karn package in this build. Uh, in what is this? This also is a different list. This isn't uh, Waste Thought either. This is just like oh no, Waste Thought. This is Rakdos Drop the Red essentially. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're invoked despairing. Yeah. We're invoking the despairs. Uh, bu- 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 fifth place, Rack of Range by Edel. That's really Edel, right? It is. Uh, and fourth place, McGuin Sauce on Gruel Midrange. Classic. Third place, Merlonzi on Gruel Midrange. Second place, Sigira. Uh, Sigira. Thank you. On, uh, on Boris Convoke. And then first place, Logan L's Jabberwocky. On Rakdo Sacrifice. So yeah, we got a, a tale of two boats over here, let me tell you. Yeah, we yeah. do. We got we got the old third place, the old Grohl boats deck with two Sky Sovereign. We got unlicensed Hearst Main, right? And we got like Thrill Seekers and, and Storm Seekers, and we're doing a lot of seeking, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've got the new hotness, you know, McQueen sauce out here. They're they're like no boats for me, thanks. Just no the boats. chariots. Uh, playing four huntsmen of redemption, uh, four a crow in war. This is the Grohl sagas list. Yeah, sure. And uh, it's been kind of a uh, back and forth on which one is better, right? Where do y'all land on this? I mean, I think now with Rakdos mid range coming back a little bit more, um, having access to the actual boat again does look a little more enticing. Uh, but when we're not in this match in this meta game where we're going to see a lot of, like, I don't want to, I don't want to play boat into a bunch of Boros Convoke, right? I don't want right. to play like the boat. Yeah. It's just, it's just single threat removal. It doesn't line up well, but if I'm going to see a bunch of mid range decks, maybe like even the mirror, right. And I, and I'm hitting my boat and I'm just like taking out a guy every turn that's like a more central portion of their board. That's where I want to be. I think like the list where we get to play Huntsman's Redemption, sack off one of our land, like mana elves, like against like combo decks or the mid range decks, the five color decks, right? Like we play Huntsman's Redemption, we get the beast, right? Sure. And then we're trying to sack off an elf and then go and get either a combo piece with like Vidular and Thrill Seeker, mm-hmm. uh, or we try to go get like a hate piece, like a Scoos or a Clothis, or something from our sideboard sure. that's a one-of, right? Tranquil yeah. fill, Frillback. And then kind of just go from there, I think, is really hot. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mono green is like, should, should we be playing more hate bears in the sideboard or, or no? I, cause I think this card's pretty new and I don't know if we've explored it enough, but I, I really do feel like this is one of those where I'd like to see another like hoser creature in the sideboard. I mean, Thrun, I feel like wins a couple different matchups, you know, um, breaker of silence. Yeah. The new one for sure. Um, but I think like as is, is kind of pretty good. Like we got a lot of like one drops go or one of us go get the thing is like thrill seeker or getting like the love struck beast to go with thrill seeker. Right. Or like, that's just sort of going to be good enough. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like, you can get well love struck beast and play it. If you already have the thrill seeker, because you're going to next turn, give plus two plus two and trample with the, uh, Huntsman's Redemption. Yep. Then you play the Thrill Seeker and Lovestruck Beast attacks for nine trample and then sacks for nine damage. Like that's the yeah. combo, right? Sure. Yeah. Those are the lines. Yes, as I as I see them on the paper, yes. Bone Crusher Giant is like a removal spell. Like I guess we could play like a like a shield breaker or something. The problem is I don't think that uh, Pioneer has an artifact problem as much of it as it has an enchantment problem. So things that's like Tranquil. Huh? Well, Arn takes care of the artifact problem. Right. Tranquil Frillback is definitely more of the card you kind of want to get artifacts or enchantments, right? I mean, the big one is if like if your deck gets hated out by enchantments with the exception of Phoenix, you get Besaju, right? And that's kind of where it can get a little ridiculous. Is like if you have any way, I, I think there are some decks that could just like rely a little more on, especially with some of the mana bases I've been seeing, there might be a couple different ways to abuse some Besaju. But a Bes- does Besaju get the, um, the Shockwands? I don't remember. You can't get Besaju Redemption. Uh, it can hit non-basic lands, for correct, Chris. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, I, I do think that you know Besaju is a big, a big sick piece. Every time I've like had to like look, oh, this enchantment to be really good against that deck, I'm like, wait, that deck has green. They play Besaju. That's a problem, you know. Right. Especially because there's a lot of way to tutor lands, you know. I mean, yeah, again, not, not in like this though. I think this deck though is not like wanting no. to like exactly find hosers as much as just try to like progress its win condition. I think this deck is like secretly just an aggro deck and not mid range at all. Mm-hmm. I think that change came with like March where we got Valdera and Thrillseeker to really make this deck like uh, aggressive as sure. all heck, you know? Yeah. I can yeah. See that. yeah. You definitely can get out there pretty quick, right? You definitely put pressure. I still think you're a little more mid rangey and just that like you tend to put that pressure on and, and win, you know, in turns four to five, but um, I see what you're saying. All right, what do you think about? Let's talk about sixth place here. Uh, we got two Misery Shadow, four Graveyard Trespasser, four Shields of the Apocalypse, four Liliana of the Veil, one Cling to Dust, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, two Go of the Third, one Shields Edict, two Invoke Despair, four Rector Bank Plus, two Makeup Massacre, one Virtue of Pestilence. I tell you what, this deck uh, definitely co- tries to mainboard combat like every axis of the metagame, right? I mean, you have your Makeup Massacres for your Convoke lists. You've got things like Liliana here, main for things like Lotus Field and stuff like that. And then you have cards like Invoke Despair for your mid-range matchups. Um, this is someone who goes, I don't care what you throw at me. I'm going to have a tool for it all. This deck feels like uh, this is where I think mid-range goes after Fable, right? Yeah, I can see it, yeah. But like, I feel like not playing Fable, this deck is going to clunk a little bit more than it looks like it is going to. Yeah, playing things like Re- like Reckon or Bankbuster, playing things even like when you're looking at um, Moss with Dread Knight, right? Um, it's only like towards late game, or if you just have nothing in the tank, 
that you're going to start being able to draw cards with these types of effects, right? With these, with their respective abilities. So, you know, it might be nice to have this record of Bankbuster. When you play record of Bankbuster on two, well, now turns like three, four, and five, you're interacting, you're advancing your board, and it's not going to be until like turn six that you're going to really start drawing cards off these effects. Right, right, right. Like maybe like we go to the next turn and you're like in a thought season, then Bankbuster, but like even then, you know? Yeah. So. I kind of think this deck is interesting. I don't think it's a bad deck. I just think it's oh, uh, no. it's kind of interesting. It's weird. I feel like I've seen a lot of mono black decks either with like the waste knot or mm-hmm. with like the Nykthos builds. Sure. But, like this just feels like, like an this. honest deck. This is just trying get to play Field of Ruin, which can like kind of help in some matchups, right? People get kind of greedy with their their mana bases, and I think like a good deck that just Field of Ruins them, you know? Sure. That could be that could just be good enough. Just like turn three field of ruin, some triome. Is something like Ghost Quarters too good for Pioneer? I don't know. I think that we need a land destruction effect. I think that spreading seas is the one. Yeah, Ricky. I think spreading seas is what we need, but we don't we don't know yet. We don't know. I don't yet. know. Like Ghost Quarter, Tech Edge, something that isn't like a land removal that just gets to replace itself, right? Like are we past feels bad land? This quarter replaced itself. Well, Only I mean, for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but well, like Azusa and like Raminac Excavator are in this format, so like maybe, yeah. You know, I don't know. You like also, those um, kind of Crucible of Worlds is legal. Crucible is also legal. So yeah, I, I don't think you can. I was that's what I was doing. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, Ghost Crucible. Quarter, I think, is much because I was pretty sure the Crucible of Worlds got reprinted recently, and so I do not think you can play that one. So yeah, given that Crucible of Worlds is legal, at least and if Crucible you're gonna reprint Ghost Quarter, they need to tell me first so that I can buy my copies of Crucible. You know, right, right. Fire Azusas. Is Crucible still like thirty dollars? Not with the reprints, right? Are you sure? No, it's like I'm, twenty bucks. Okay, well, still, Chris is on the search to find out how much Crucible is. I am I'm trying to figure it out. What we find out? I'm getting there. So what we got more. Do, what he's actually doing is look at the score of the Ashes and the Rangers. Oh, I can look up that. <laughs> you can get it for under twenty bucks on TCG Player. Okay, yeah, right. What I said. Look at. I know what I'm talking about. Pretty close. Oh, to no. oh we shouldn't have looked at the Rangers score. Oh no. Oh no. Max Scherzer's uh, having a rough night. It's five zero. Houston. Yeah. Oh, Have they pulled no. it yet or no? Huh? Have they pulled Scherzer yet or no? I can't tell that on the Google little scorecard. Okay, no worries. Um, let's see here. We got basically what I want. This is the list I like here for Convoke at second place here. Okay. Look at this. We got we got two Bushwhacker. We got three Recruiter. No Bunny Corns. We're playing Clarion Spirit instead. I think Bunny Corn's better. Bunny Corn. But you know, uh, this is like kind of this is kind of like the everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Bunny corn in the board, butterfly in the sky. I can play twice the size. I mean, is this just like we're we're gonna hedge against fatal push? If 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 we're if we're clear on push, the bunny corn can come in. When when the push is clear, we get in the bunny corn. That's right. Yeah, I'm saying like rending volley ain't never killing this guy. No, it's big. This dude is huge. He counts your blood tokens. He counts your everything. I do want to see someone like kill this with just like the they get the math of like why well, rending volley that thing and now I have killed two more two more permits in blocking so now you're one, now we got it. He counts your knighthood, that's for sure. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh, oh no! 
And then what do we? What, what's he's going to make a sticker for extra life? Yeah, I think that Rakdos Sacrifice has a pretty good matchup on Convoke. What do you think? Um, that's what's it, it, it always comes down to um how how quickly they can go wide, right? List. If I convoke my venerated Bloxodon onto some Tokies, you could be in trouble. That's those aren't dying to Mayhem Devils quite as fast. Yeah, this sack like, list is wild. Is it? It looks the pretty. Sideboard is wild. This looks pretty standard to me. What three unlicensed Hearse and three Damping Sphere? Yeah, it's you play like two to three of each of those normally. Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't think I've seen that much hate. I've, I, for one, have never been a fan of playing Damping Sphere because just like Lotus doesn't exist a lot of the time at the events we go to. Uh, but in this, in this, that in defines this, you. In this field, though, yeah, you got to bring them. Yeah. And then just like three hearse, huh? Yeah. We gotta get, those, get those Phenai. Julio, get the stretch. You know, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't losing to Phoenix today. Uh, Phoenix don't exist. All right. Uh, energy time. Sure, energy series. Yeah, um, I saw some quotes about the energy series. Uh, so, yeah, what were, what were the quotes about the energy series? People that were like winning the team events, right, or got second huh? in the team events, right? They compared the competition level of the NRG series to about the competition you would find. Was it a hydrogen bomb versus a coughing baby in an MTGO league? <laughs> <laughs> oh no five round mid go league <laughs> but i am not here to discourage anybody's efforts i think everybody who competed and did well here uh earned it shout out to all the coffee babies out there yeah <laughs> apparently the people who got second place in the team tournament think you're all scrubs but you know that's that's their I'll let you fight them outside. All right. Um, because this is a melee event, I had to go up Energy's Twitter. So our bottom four here for the Energy 10K, we have Will Kowalski, or Kowalsik on Abzan Greasefang, Piper Powell on Rona Luca, Charles Eiler on Enigmatic Fires, Hunter Ovington on Gruel Midrange, Ben Unger on Is It Phoenix, Alexander Jones on Bant Auras, Mike Burnett on Is It Phoenix, and John Hobbs take him down on Rack Dose Midrange. I want to look at this Bant Auras list. I looked at the Bant Auras list because uh, looks, is it, anytime Auras pops up, I gotta have, send it to Ian. I gotta send it to Ian, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have one Gigant of the Wall Spring as our companion, four Glee Cover Scout, four Light Paws. Uh, four Cyba Cryptomancer, one Aqueous Form, four Audacity, two Cartier Solidarity, four Curious Possession, four Ethereal Armor, one Grispoon, one Kai's Ghost Form, two Sentinel's Eyes, four, three All That Glitters, one Alpha Authority, four Staggering Insight. Staggering Insight is a card I love seeing in Pioneer again. Yep. Yeah. Makes my heart and, happy every uh, time. One, one Warbriar's Blessing. This next sweet. I love it. It's also, uh, well, it's a little pricey on tabletop because we have to play four Mana, ver- mana Confluence, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, right. Once that tax has been paid, uh, this is like 30 ticks on Mitko. Yeah, nope. it is ungodly cold in my house. I got a sweater. <laughs> I'm about to pop up and just turn on that heater. Tell you. <laughs> but this is a sick list. I think this event looks sick because Phoenix did well. Yeah. Hmm. And that's all that has to happen for me to go, this was a great, this great is a good event. event. This is <laughs> Greasefang's still waiting in the corner to get you, too. You know? I see those Greasefang players. I'm going to let you know, 
that I don't think I've lost a Grease Fang versus Phoenix matchup since like 1995. Dang. You know, I'm going to just be real, except for one time where the Nate dog pre-sided for me in a PTQ. Of course. Oh, we get a game loss there? No, no, no. No, no, no. Nate just walked the room and was like, I see five Phoenix players in this 20-player event. Oh, okay. I'm just main boarding hearses and shieldreds. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And yep. I got got. Yeah. Uh, I co- come on to dad a little bit with me. I want to talk about uh, Michael Belfato here with Golgari Devotion, where we're play- we're main boarding. Number one, we brought back the Teferi Tech. I appreciate it. I like the Teferi Tech a lot. Uh, just end the game right. Uh, two Vraska Golgari Queen, and then two Ritual of Soot, and two uh, Calming Ritual in the sideboard here. We are not about to lose to Agrodex. We're going to try real hard not to lose to Agrodex. I feel like splashing for double black cards is the funniest thing. Well, we're, we've got a single black card with our calling ritual. Very fair, but that kills all our stuff that we don't want to die. Uh, two, it kills two manas. Like, it kills our elves, I guess, but we get mana back for it. Sure, sure, sure. I guess this is only playing two Wolf Willow Haven? Yeah. Wild. That's actually kind of wild. I've never seen... Like normally yeah, everybody's like, like one of the best cards you want. Yeah, exactly. And then we're looking at the sun. Yeah. I don't know about Gra- Vraska Golgari Queen. Yeah, I'm I don't not know really... what this does for us. I, we're sacking oath of Nisses, I guess. Like, oh, we don't want to break devotion. Like, yeah. If Vraska's, I respect it, but I yeah. don't. I don't like it. At the same time, it hurts me to look at. All right. Let's play Ugin's Nexus in the sideboard. So we can yeah. play it and sack it to Volkogari <laughs> Queen and take it's, another turn. It is insane to me, the lack of mono green across most of these events. Like, it is well, wild. Because it's... Don't, don't modern players. They think that it's only mono green yeah. all the way down. No, no, no. Uh, we don't want them in- Mono green's been shoved in the dirt so hard that it has like a 40% win rate recently just because everyone's just beating up on it. Yeah. Phoenix stomps it. Yeah. It's why it's probably why Karen didn't get banned. I mm-hmm. misspelled it, but I stand by my misspelling. I know. Honestly, it was a misspell. I figured it was a misspelling, but it was it was fine. You know, checks out. Checks out Karen the Great Creator. I also want to talk about um this Mardu Grease Fang list here. I've always been a sucker for Mardu Grease Fang, right? Like, yep. from Mardu Grease oh, Fang. I just want what does that mean? <laughs> it means exactly what you think it means. Ricky, I'm just trying to try get the giant nut, you know? Yeah. I'm just trying to get the giant nut over here. Who is it, you know? Yeah. Oh, man, Season Hellblade, Fable the Mirror Breaker with our Grease Fangs. I'm in. Nahiri the Unforgiving. Yeah. And I've they call that. me Unforgiving. We go, we go to Metallica. Uh, you know, we go get uh, get a Grease Fang. Get a Grease I fang. do think that the Boros Heroic deck is, like, kind of really hot right now, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, a little, like, I don't know. Like, it's so close. It's so close to being better than the Convoke deck, but the Convoke deck just, uh, you know. The fact that we don't lose to just, like, getting a little too greedy and getting Fatal Pushed, right? Yeah. I mean, the here is interesting because it costs three, and if you mill your... Grease Fang, it gets it back, right? Yeah. To be fair, you could do the same thing with that two mana card. Like yeah. Just the Planeswalker that zeroes to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it does get rid of your copy is the only thing, but, you know, you theoretically could keep doing it. It also has that extra utility, right? It's a Planeswalker. 
So you can draw a discard, right? Um, this this Nahiri text pretty hot, actually. Where yeah. are you guys What's finding this deck? I can't even find one, it. Uh, scroll down a little bit. Marty Bracing. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, plus one to discard a card, then draw a card. You can also goad something into attacking, right? Like, it's pretty sick. Oh, is that one of the abilities? I didn't even see that part. Yeah, plus one up to your, uh, until your next turn, up to one target creature attacks a player each combat if able. Wow. Because she's unforgiving. That's right. That's right. They call her unforgiving, that's for sure. Yeah, the, the other plus one just lets you pitch your, your Parhelion. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like that we get to play Fable here. Mm-hmm. Um, also like that um, we get to play Red Redboar. Look at big Rabs in the sideboard. I don't think that two Hazaret's probably correct in this deck, but I'm in it. I'm in I for mean, it. Late game again is just another way to pitch your your vehicles that are stuck in your yeah. hand, right? Yeah. The big thing is you do you know you do lose the Asikis Chariot, which is the other the annoying thing. But I do like gaining a Planeswalker, right? Yeah. And gaining Fable value. You know, there's plenty of games where if you have some interaction stuff, you're just winning off Fable. Oh, man. If we get to, like, Fable token, Fable backside, copy our Parhelion. Yeah. It's legendary. And I, I do like... Oh, damn, you're right. You're right. I you're right. do like red better against um, some of the aggro decks, to be honest with you. Yeah. I do like what we get at a red a little better. Yeah, now, we're I, not fully utilizing that in the board, but still. I think Raptor's mid-range is like still good right now, but it's really kind of underplayed for the most yeah. part. I mean, some of these more recent events is definitely making a comeback, right? It's the most played deck here. Uh, but I feel like in a lot of cases, we're seeing a lot... It's, I shouldn't say in a lot... Of, we're seeing it a lot less because it is kind of on the comeback right now. But like up until about a couple weeks ago, I think you're pretty fine not playing Chariot just because of how little Raptor's mid-range we were seeing. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is the deck I'm interested by. I re- I really mentioned in this. I think this is kind of like the fun way to play uh, to play the Fang going forward. Fang. Fun way to play the Fang, not the good way. A, we don't have enough time to really go into it. Um, I I just wish uh, one of these weeks we'll probably have have find some time to kind of deep dive into leagues, right? Um, but next week we'll have, like I said, we'll have Ixalan previews and we'll start our our RCQ boot camp series. For November, yep. and we'll probably do one again uh, heading into Atlanta. Uh, but I did want to quickly shout out Kevin in the Discord for every time they do a league deck dump, uh, pulling out and pointing out um, fun and interesting deck lists. So yeah. uh, be sure you're in the Discord and go check out. And thank you, Kevin, for pointing out all those deck lists. Uh, again, I wish we had more time to kind of go through leagues, but there's always so much stuff to talk about. So uh, with that, I think uh, let's turn over to Ricky to kind of kind of talk us up some standard here as we get ready for the, or as you get ready to battle the SCG this weekend. Oh, well, I'm going to be doing a lot of Pioneer, probably more Pioneer than standard altogether, because I'll be there for three days. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll sign anything stupid you want me to sign. Um, but uh, I'm going to be playing all sorts of events. Seems like you're going to sign my giant nut. Only in the Jund pile. Um, but we're going to be playing the standard 10K. Nobody laughed at that kind of upset i i chuckled you chuckled a little bit i gave it a, a humorous chuckle so I'm right muted. now like uh standard is kind of a really strange place somehow it's like it looks like a absolute mess but it has shooken down to aggro mid-range and control mm-hmm. uh where we've got like the the ramp decks kind of being more controlling decks i guess it's more like aggro versus varying degrees of mid-range, and the control decks kind of are like 
really out there. They're still there, but they're kind of out there. Man, I tell you what, this is another example of a standard format where I wish Thor's to be running standard events because, like, I would be jamming the heck out of Azorius Soldiers and probably the Golgari decks right now. Azorius Soldiers, Mono Red Aggro, that's going to be, like, your aggro decks. Also, Esper Legends is an aggro deck. They don't pretend that they are, but they are. Uh, Slesnia Enchantments is also the other aggro deck of the format that are, like, the main aggro decks. Uh, and then There's you've a got... Deck? Huh? There's a Delver deck? No, no, no. That's, okay. a, that's a bad deck. Don't worry about that one. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, then you have, like, your, your like, Esper midrange and then four-color midrange or four-color ramp. But mm-hmm. four-color ramp, four-color control, Esper midrange, Esper control, like, the difference in those decks are, like, very low. Essentially, they're, like, your four-color decks are going to be playing, like, Topiary Stomper. They're going to be playing... Uh, battle for Zendikar to ramp them, but they're playing like Beanstalks, Virtue, uh, the black one. They're playing Leyline Binding, and they're playing Sunfall, and they're basically kind of uh, controlling the game through big spells that they can trip off of because of Bean Sprouts, and uh, like just how powerful Sunfall and Leyline Binding are as like your your targeted removal that kills anything at instant speed for one mana and your five mana kill everything, and then you just sort of rely on resolved virtues or resolved uh, attractions or herd migrations to win the game in the end. Very fun, very grindy games. Those mirrors are very interesting. The Golgari midrange deck on paper looks like it's like one of the best standard decks you've ever seen ever. Yeah, it does. Are you going to tell me it's not? Um, It's not terrible. It's not bad, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, somehow, like, a deck that wants to go, like, turn one Duress, turn two Mosswood Dread Knight, turn three Liliana, turn four Shieldred, sometimes can't exactly do that. And then, like, they get to play exciting cards like Blossoming Tortoise mm-hmm. to, like, go with all of their Gingerbread Cottages and their uh, Mijuras Foundries, which become, okay. like, way scarier when they're plus one plus one and they activate for a lot less. Yeah. Like Reckless Cottage activates for like three mana and becomes a five five. And Mitra's Foundry activates for one mana and becomes a three three. And then the second ability of Mitra's Foundry is zero mana. So all that's kind of cool that they get to do. The Liliana the Veil, Shieldred, like all the cards are just so strong generically. Glissa, Glissa fans will be happy to play this deck. It's kind of stuck a little bit in the middle right now. Like, sometimes it's not fast enough to keep up with the aggro decks, and sometimes it's a little too slow to, like, uh, or it's it's a little too, uh, I guess, low to keep up with the big spells of the, uh, of the ramp decks, right? So, like, you really can't beat Atraxa. That's the thing, right? You need to try to be in a winning position before the Atraxa can come down. Mm-hmm. And since Duress is, like, the main discard outlet other than, like, Liana of the Veil, like, it's kind of hard. Like, you can know that Atraxa is coming, and you can't really do a lot about it. I just, like, I've been enjoying, like, just the dynamics of this format. I didn't get as much testing as I wanted to done. I only got about, like, 25 matches on ladder Mm -hmm. playing the four-color ramp decks. But I've, like, made a bunch of adjustments to help the mirror, since the mirror is really, really, really annoying. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mirror is really, really prevalent. 
it's it's kind of prevalent, but it's also just like so long, and like it's this weird like dance where like I know you're holding two disdainful strokes, and I'm also holding two disdainful strokes. <laughs> right, right, right. And like it, it can't be as long as the freaking Grand Archive years I was playing. I don't know. Uh, I won a couple of matches simply because my opponent's arena chess clock ran out. And oh. Yes, arena has a chess clock. Oh, speaking of arena clock, okay. Um, I broke Sparky this weekend. You like to do this. I uh, okay. So yes, but usually though, it's because I mostly break arena. For those that don't know, I did this for a while before they instituted the like permanent limit you can have. I would just get bored and load Sparky matches with Scoot Swarm lists and just try to see how many we can make before the game gave up. I think my record's about, we resolved over a thousand triggers. It took about 45 minutes to go on the stack, about 30 minutes to process. Um, I then got to put, I attempted to put over 2,000 triggers on the stack. Uh, that took about two hours to put on the stack. And then the game crashed where it could process. Um, it then attempted to rebuild, crashed again, then gave me the win. Um, <laughs> this weekend, I don't know what was going I was just like, yeah, let's do it for old time's sake, right? I don't know what happened, but Sparky would like, I would have like 10 things on the board and Sparky had like two creatures, but still be like 20 life right because they hadn't attacked yet. And then would just sit there and I was calling it homelocking. Because it would just keep voting. Hmm. Hmm. Did you hmm. did you beat Sparky so bad it began salt roping you? It it didn't rope though. Because it's the computer. It it controls when the rope happens. Yeah. I spent I was like, I'm not gonna concede to Sparky. I sat there for 30 minutes with Sparky hooming at me in the background. Somebody saw Cruiser <laughs> W wrestling and they got mad. Yeah. That's hilarious. So there's a, a Sparky Humi moat coming soon. I thought for sure you were going to... I thought the story was going like... Ruckman goes, So anyways, I thought I'd break Arena for old time's sake. And wouldn't <laughs> you know it? Somehow I broke Arena. Man, nothing will ever be but, at the time we pull, we got to like the dev console. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Can we have your game logs to see how you did that? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, sure, sure. have it. We're just too powerful. Mr. T hacked the game. That's right. Night Elf Mohawk. Night Elf Mohawk. You know it. Right. Playing for my like, um, my game into Mythic for Zendikar Rising Limited. Uh huh. And like, I drafted a Scoot Swarm, and my opponent played a Scoot Swarm in our last game that I played to get to Mythic, and I became terrified that the two of us were going to crash the game, and I was <laughs> not going to make Mythic. Yeah, I was like, I got my Scoot Swarm. Nothing can beat me. Opponent plays Scoot Swarm, and I'm like, oh, oh we need to be really careful. <laughs> Chris, you have something to say? I don't. I misclicked my mute button. Oh, okay. Um, I think my favorite. This is actually this is. There's a video on. It should be a video on a YouTube channel for this. There was one draft I did on Arena, and for whatever reason, the card Loyal Companion just got stuck on our cursor and deck building. I do remember that actually. Nice. And it just like it just went everywhere my cursor was. I left deck editing. I reopened deck editing. It was still just stuck on my cursor. Like it was the funniest thing. Arena's a funny product uh system service. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yep. It's very funny and it doesn't work, but I guess it, it's <laughs> better than MTGO. 
Uh, all right. Anything else about standard? I mean, like, man, also the standard is really funny when you look at deck prices of like, you can tell which decks play Shieldred because it's like, oh, Azorius Spirit, Soldiers, $150. Monred Aggro, $78. Ugari Midrange, $461. Esper Legends, $533. Yep. Yeah. Shieldred, uh, how do you reprint it? Like, I, <laughs> I feel like we're going to make Pioneer Masters happen. And we're just going to print Shieldred in it. Like, yeah. like I mean, all right. I, don't well, think, I wish Pioneer Master was going to get actually a paper release, but it doesn't, I don't think it will. Oh, well, whatever. It's an arena-only thing. Maybe like five years. Maybe all the modern players will quit, quit playing because Scam is so terrible and we'll pick up their <laughs> Shieldreds. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, will that do it for, I mean, Ricky Standard sounds great. I mean, how, how, do, what, how do you overall feel about the format right now? Because I, mean, I haven't had a lot I'm of time to play it. to go and play it. Mm-hmm. I- I'm afraid because last time I did like standard testing, I tested a ton on arena, had crazy results. Like I had, uh, I played 24 matches and I lost four of them over the course of 24 matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those were in bronze and silver. Sure. But like uh, still like just losing four out of 24 seems good for my performance. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, did this before, then went to the Hunter Burton and did great in the standard Hunter Burton and then go to the RC and just find out that like, oh, I'm playing like 37 years behind in standard because nobody actually plays standard in Texas. Sure. So we'll see what happens. I'm optimistic. There we go. All right. Well, I mean, that will do it for the normal show. I want to say, we can say thank you to our world pros at Patreon, patreon.com slash crew3mtg. We have several great tiers available for people to sign up on uh, and of course, every every tier you sign up for gets access to our special Patreon only channels, uh, including the Patreon mailbag request question. That sounds something just like this. This question comes from Fastgrim, who says, "Hypothetically, you've been put on the Pioneer Master set coming out in 2024. No new cards, no <laughs> legality changes, and you can use any card that is currently printed. What are the signpost uncommons, and what are the chase mythics?" Children. Children. <laughs> yeah. As a freebie. I mean, I, one, was, one of the reasons that we love this format so much is, again, the accessibility. We, we may say it every single week, but um, the accessibility is huge. So I really feel like the cards that I would want to see would be, like you said, Children. I would want to see Mana Confluence, right? Uh-huh. I'd want to see Cavern of Souls again, <laughs> you know, just to uh, to get that going. Um and then it's hard to say because we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Shocklands again and Ravnica remastered. Mm-hmm. So I would normally put those, but I would like, say like that you know, you at like a Chase Mythic. Yeah, I think Basaju would be a, a big one. Maybe a Crucible of Worlds. Maybe a um, um, oh man, the sorry the Trilands. Oh, the Trilands. Get yeah. reprints of those going. Just to, those could be the lands instead of the Shocklands, something like that, right? Those those would be my first impressions. Great All question. Right. Uh, so we're thinking about like signpost uncommon. I'm, I'm, like, I'm thinking about this right now. Okay. What are archetypes? Uh, so right. I want is I want Azoria spirits. So I'm gonna put like rattle chains. I want Hepatra, um, Vizier of Remedies or Poisons, whatever her name is. Sure. I want her at uncommon as the green black counters matters. Uh, signpost card. We're not gonna be all neg one neg one counters, but we're not winding constrictor as well. Winding constrictor could be there too. But our legendary, like, little signpost card is sure. definitely going to be, is definitely going to be Hepatra. 
because of how sure. fun that card is, right? Yeah, yeah. Hibachi is a good one. And then like Winding Constrictor could be around there. I like Green Black Counter. Seems really fun. Sure. Um, I would like to put uh some sort of because we have Green Black Counters. I would like to see some sort of like red white. I don't want to like play red white equipment, uh-huh. but I would like to see some sort of red white modified. Okay. Or play like a red white uh, keywords matters. I don't know how we build that deck. Probably like using some Ikoria cards and stuff. But like we could shift Path of Metal down to uncommon. Okay. Yeah. To like play this like wild kind of keywords matter red yeah. white deck. Sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of like. I'm, I'm thinking of rares to downgrade to signpost sure. uncommon. Um, are we like, so, okay, so here the we Ozolith. are. We can downshift the Ozolith. That's not a signpost uncommon. That might will be a, be a signpost mythic. uncommon. That'll be that's, a Chase Mythic. That's a Chase um, What are, so Azorius right? do we want spirits or like auras? Um. Because we could downshift like SRAM to uncommon or something like that. Well, uh, if we're doing like, we could do like an auras with like, uh, I'm thinking of like blue white gold cards because like your gold cards are generally your signposts, right? Yeah, no one would want um, spell queller at uncommon. Thunderclap wyvern type effects are kind of really boring. Sure. I don't really like that, right? Is there like a good blue white blink rare that isn't Yorian? Yeah, I wish this was like where we had like Soul Herder in the format, right? Maybe like we just like, yeah, change legality. Cloud Blazer because Cloud Blazer is a sweet card. Um, what about the witch? Ghost Meta Witch or whatever? I guess it's a new card that's not already in the format. Yeah. We oh. could just make, um, like, Ojitai. Oh. oh that's, that's way too strong. We could dodge that to, like, rare. Um, I don't know. Blue-white's always hard. Mm-hmm. Blue-white's kind of hard, but, uh, like, on the spot, I think we're doing pretty good. I'd like to see, um, I'd like to see Epic Experiment lowered all the way down to Uncommon for our blue-red deck. Okay. I want to see like blue red like treasures into big spells and we use like uh we use like epic experiment as like this cool signpost starting point to like try to combo off. That's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Um green white uh we can downshift like Imara Tondris. Not Imara Tondris, but Imara Soul of Accord. Sure. It's uncommon, she's a pretty cool uncommon, makes us a bunch of tokens, right? Uh, uh, here's a good downshift. Could we downshift like three mana Daxos? Uncommon? Yeah. Yeah. That's a sick one. Makes our, uh, it makes just like small dudes kind of just like beaters, right? Just, um, well, not he doesn't, but like that could be a fun deck. We had like a decent downshift. Right. If we're going to kind of play like evasive ish without being like, again, like Thunderclap Wyvern type cards. Right, right, right. I, I just think Blue White Skies is so overdone. Yeah. Uh, can we make like? Uh oh. What about like Linvala? Can we get enough party in blue white? Party is kind of hard without like devoting the entire mechanics to it. Sure. Like party had to be in every single color in order to make it good. It's mm. a tough question. We had to think a little bit more, but I think we've come up with pretty good answers. Chase yeah. Mythics for sure. Like Shieldred, Mana Confluence, Besaju, uh, Fable. Yeah, Fable would be a good one. We could put, uh, like, other stupid expensive cards for no reason. Um, Meat Hook Massacre. Yeah. 
what else is like randomly expensive? Temporal mastery. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Great Henge even still expensive? Great Henge, the... sure. It's not even playable in Pioneer, but you know we can make it right. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool stuff. Soren, Imperious Bloodlord. Yeah, that's a good reprint in Mythic. Yeah. Um, we they... can have the Empire just be the Orzov archetype, even maybe. Right, right. Baby Jace isn't expensive anymore, right? Flip Jace? No, nah, he's like 10, 12 bucks, if even. We downshift Thoughtseize to Uncommon and uh, make Shield and allow just the black red masses to go, <laughs> away, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's no way this there's no way any of these cards like the first card we put on here makes it past like the rose Wo- mark rosewater value bot what you if we downshift dream trawler to uncommon i would it would be the worst sell. limited format of all it time it's worse than play fun. boosters i agree <laughs> oh man let's just make pack rat common <laughs> sounds that fun. was a good one that was a good one. You got everybody rolling with that one. Oh man! All right. Well, thank you very much, Fast, for the question. Yeah, I this this is honestly, I think this would be a fun one to do, kind of post Ixlon during the holidays. Just like let's let's come up with the archetypes for for Pioneer Master. I'll just build the set. Heck it, three hundred yeah. cards. How hard could it be? Yeah, they've already all been printed. So yeah, we don't have to make them up this time. Exactly. <laughs> I will thank you for the question, Fastgrim. And again, uh, patreon.com slash KruthergMTG. Several great tiers available. Uh, be sure to join up. Uh, and of course, I do want to quickly, before we sign off here, also mention that November 11th, coming up here in just under a month, will be our next extra live stream on November the 11th. That's a Saturday. Um, it'll be the week after, kind of generally everyone else is doing their big extra live streams. So be sure to come on, stop on, watch us. Uh, is going to hopefully be all three of us this year. Uh, Ricky might dip out for to go play in an RCQ. Uh, I still don't know if that store's actually doing it because, again, it's pre release weekend. I don't uh, care. I don't care. I'll go make them play it. I'm like, send yeah. me, send me to Denver. Yeah. Uh, kind of an idea of some of the stuff where we have going on. Uh, we're probably going to start off with some just uh, childhood memories. With I got Lego Island Adventures to work on my PC. Uh, so we're going to watch that. If you've never seen that game, um, Boys in a Fever Dream, surprisingly, for a Lego game. Dude, uh, you could play some Roller Coaster Tycoon without bricking your computer. Yeah, I, you know. Well, that's because they make that game backwards compatible easily. I had to go and, like, figure out how to make DirectX work in, like, 98 mode. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. We also have uh, Pokemon with too many types. It's a good one. lined up. Uh, of course, C3W stream in the evening. Um, and then, of course, Late Night. Uh, tier lists with Ricky and Ruckman, including uh, one of the ones we for sure are going to do is we're going to rate every One Piece OP. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're rank all the One Piece OPs. Uh, and, of course, about um, Intersplice this year, we are – I don't have – the boxes are gonna actually going to get here tomorrow. Uh, I can – I will announce what boxes we will have available. People can donate for packs. So we're still working out pricing, how many max people can buy and stuff like that. So that will be announced later on. Uh, but I have currently secured a box of Japanese Ikoria, which means you can open Godzilla cards in the packs. Um, so we might have a bounty on those because, again, we have a, we'll have a fancy thing called the Mystery Wheel. And there'll be lots of stuff on this Mystery Wheel. And if you hit one of our bounties, you also get to roll on the wheel. And we'll have some wheels. Spin you don't get to roll the wheel. You spin the wheel. Okay? Spin the wheel. Sorry. No, sorry. We can't. How do I get on wheel. the rock, wheel. paper, scissors wheel. chart? 
Yeah, we're gonna have a fifty man rock paper scissors tournament, King of the Hill style. How do I? Uh, how do I get myself on the uh, on the parabola of prizes? <laughs> well, of course, you donate for the kids, Ricky. Right, right, right. Donate for the kids, uh, and of course, so I'm um, kind of the, so we have Japanese Icoria, we have an OG box of Theros, and I got a set box of uh, a set box of Neon Dynasty. So maybe hit your besagers and your fables there. Uh, each of these sets will have bounties available. If you hit one of those bounty cards, we will give the opener a spin on the mystery prize wheel. Uh, the mystery prize wheel will also have some just availability for people to donate to spin the wheel themselves uh but we'll kind of open up those slots as the weekend go as the day goes on as we want to make sure people can hit their bounties first on those uh a bunch of st- weeks sick stuff fun stuff on the mystery prize wheel not just magic stuff uh we've got some fun booster packs of things we've got pokemon cards we've got cool fun Yu-Gi-Oh cards we've got all sorts of stuff on the wheel that we'll be giving away uh, and if we run out of packs, you know, I, maybe I can go and get some more packs. If we run out of packs, people keep wanting to donate for packs. So I've got mystery uh, packs. Well, I'm talking about like other, if we run out of boxes, if our boxes run out like quickly, we might go see if I can scrounge up like a box of, of new Ikoria, or not new Ikoria, new Ixalan, maybe. 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 We'll see. Anyway, uh, anyway, like I said, that will be on November the 11th. So more in, more finalized info will be in the coming weeks. Just keep an eye out for that. I'm going to keep plugging it as we head towards uh, Extra Life. We always love doing Extra Life. And then uh, next week, I, we'll talk about some of the incentives we can unlock if we hit our goal. Speaking of incentives, uh, we do have one more main incentive. Well, two, Rick and I have to sing Les Mis at the top of our lungs. Uh, but the other one is, of course, the League of Legends stream. Uh, because of SCG this weekend and uh, some other things, we might not get that done before this next extra life stream. So if we have to eat that afterwards, we can because um, the community has voted and they want us all to play league together and not just have you guys coach me during the extra life stream. So we'll have to coordinate that with our schedules here. Um, so that will be upcoming, but we will still fulfill that. Uh, and again, so thank you everyone for doing it last year, hit that goal. We have some other fun goals this year as well that we're looking forward to. So uh, that is enough of me rambling and raving about our extra life stream. Again, that's me on November the 11th. So tune in for that. Uh, Gentlemen, anything you want to say before we pass it off to our socials? Be good to each other and party on. There you go. Was it, were you trying to say be excellent to each other? Is that what I you were going was, for? I was. Wow. Oh, I missed it. I oh, knew it as soon as I said it, oh, too. Man, oh. sounds like you should not follow at also Steve on that Twitter. Was, uh, you should follow. Me. That was very excellent of you to call him out like that. Was it, was it not very cash money of me? No, it's it was not very excellent. You you should follow at it's underscore Christmas on Twitter. You can see my takes on geopolitics, which I uh, obviously post every single day. My current take on geopolitics, huge into it. I think the world needs to hear my opinions on all the things going on in the world. So definitely follow me there and you can see the 50 tweets I've done total. Speaking of geopolitics, I've watched a GeoGuessr esports tournament this weekend. We've all seen it. It was Right. This soil looks like it's from this region of Russia. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, you have too much time on your hands, you know. I watched the uh, what is the? It's the the DDR, but on the screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Osu, right? Uh-huh. I watched the I've watched the Osu tournaments before. Oh, nice. Those are wild. 
Anyways, and of course, you can find me at Crew3MTG, talking about all kinds of different things, what goings on. Uh, you can also find our YouTube channel where I'm going to start posting the video podcast again, I promise. It's coming back, as well as possibly more content if we maybe hit some of the incentives over on Extra Life this year. So keep an eye out for all that stuff. Uh, we will talk to you all next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.